1: This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by our SewHere.com members. This podcast and our community is mostly funded by the support of listeners like you. If you love the podcast, check out SewHere.com membership to see how you can keep it in your ears for years to come and get fun stuff to boot.
0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
1: Sewing out loud. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And you know, this is going to be a little bit of a weird podcast. And we are going to talk a little bit about. Times are
2: weird. Times are
1: weird. We're going to talk about some social distancing uh with an SEW. And we are going to talk about coronavirus or COVID 19. So if you need a break from this type of content, uh, we're not gonna, you know, get into that a whole lot. But if it's triggering to you, right. maybe what our intention later. is this
2: be a positive.
1: Yes, we're trying to, you a know, po-
2: positive broadcast and not a negative or right. or depressing one.
1: Well, so we were just speaking about this before mm-hmm. we got on mics, right? And you know, we could have gone either way with this. I feel like we could have just ignored the whole thing, kind right. of in our social media, right?
2: In this aspect of our lives yes, yes in this
1: in this area um because we are you know this is not a health professional podcast we are correct. not that type of authority correct um we want to be a bright light you yes. know a fun a fun place you Well, know? And we
2: also know how important socializing <laughs> mm-hmm. is to most people
1: yes so uh we we're gonna try and kind of toe that line and cover some things that have been going on in the sewing world and you know maybe give voice to some of your concerns or give you some things to think about and you can always um get at us uh you know through email or on instagram or in the facebook group so you know feel free to keep that conversation going and
2: and i think one of the things we do realize is even the people in our groups yeah uh they're used to going to their um sewing store, store. their you know their sewing dealership and their sewing and getting socialized there also right. are you know quilting um what do they call them quilting? Guilds. guilds there you go uh, you know all those things are are uh, what a lot of people are involved in but
1: you know we have been uh, cultivating this online community for right. a while and that's a, i'm glad that we have right. this. Right. I, I am. I think it shows that there is a place for both things in yes. our lives. Actually, I just listened to the audiobook Digital Minimalism. It's by Cal Newport. And he makes a lot of like big recommendations for people, especially for people like me who are on social media a lot. Uh-huh. And he recommends prioritizing these in-person relationships. So I was all ready to do that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> This and happened. then everything is shut down. And so it's kind of funny. Well, what
2: here's what I noticed about myself. Now, I like sewing by myself. Yeah, me too. Except you show up all the time anyway, oh, so okay. I don't really <laughs> sew by myself anymore. <laughs> but but I do enjoy sewing by myself a lot. Yeah. It, it, it was a solitary thing for me as I was growing up, and I liked it. Right. Okay? And I was kind of a solitary child Mm -hmm. okay I didn't grow up with you know children in the house with me or anything and I was a latchkey kid and all that so my sewing has often been somewhat isolated but going to the gym for me has been very important like in this phase of my life Uh and that's where one of my live people social groups is where you're
1: in person person. physical presence people you know and people that i
2: repeatedly see like i know who's gonna be there maybe on tuesday or i know who's gonna be there on saturday and kind of what's gonna go on and you know not only the teachers but the class members so when they closed the gym Uh you know everybody's like well you can do everything at home that you do there you could no i can't i can't have my friends Right, right right now fortunately you know a couple of instructors have stepped up and they're doing kind of the Zoom thing. So you get to talk to right. those people to see and people. see them on screen. That's And good. you're kind of working out together. So it, it was very important to me. Right. That, that part. Now, sewing alone, I did. Sewing, yeah. yeah. Sewing
1: alone is fine. Uh, but here's the thing a lot of people out there are like, oh, yes, uh, everything's shut down. I'm going to be at home more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the time to sew. Right. And if, uh, I kind of think that this entered my mind. I was like, all right, this will be maybe maybe I'll get a pause on some things and I'll be able to focus on right. some stuff. But truly, it's uh, kind of taken more work. Well, I got other things kids. have
2: piled up on top and yeah. especially families I think with small children, right. man you're not getting a break from them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I think maybe parents should schedule who gets to go in and lock the door and not be with them for a half hour yeah, or whatever. Yeah, everybody
1: needs a little alone right, time. Right,
2: because, you know, even, you know, that commute to work that you used to dread, well, now it's like, I'm never alone
1: because I don't even get to drive to work by myself or now, whatever. I know that we have some people who, like, they homeschool. Right. So maybe in some ways this won't be as much of a, an adjustment for them. It might not them. be, right. But they probably had something else scheduled where well, get they get to socialize. They would meet in groups a lot <laughs> of sure. times for activities with other homeschooled yeah. people. Uh, and so if you're getting the chance to slow down and sew, you know, hopefully you're being you're able to do that in a healthy way but let me share just a little personal insight so I thought okay I'm gonna be at home and for some reason weaving has been like calling my name a little bit it's I think it has been this trying to like use less plastic and stuff and I don't know what I, I just like to check out books from the library you know whatever uh so I thought I really almost bought a loom. Okay. I almost bought a rigid head of loom. I was like, I have a lot of knitting supplies. So I did get yarn to knit a sweater. Um, I got some yarn to do some other projects and I was doing them, but like my kids were home and everything. And I thought crafting is an okay coping mechanism. As long as you do it in a healthy way, it's not okay. If you're knitting on your thing and then you get like super duper angry when someone interrupts you and you have to like, Mm-hmm. fulfill or blows a their nose on your yeah. uh, yarn
2: or well, something or, or like whatever. you need
1: to fulfill a function in your house so you can you like can taking use it. someone to the potty yes yeah so you can use it as a coping mechanism but careful if you're trying to use it as like a dissociation mechanism like maybe i was trying to do for a day or two uh right. so i had to be like all right this it is a little if if you can sit there and you can knit or you can sew you might feel a little more in control Right Than at other times during this Right uh, During during the pandemic But you don't get to always fall into that You know um, Sometimes I... You know, at the times when I am feeling, uh, the uncertainty is right. what's causing the anxiety, I think. And you know, I think about food and you know other mm-hmm. things like that, uh, and just not having the flexibility of or the assuredness. But you know, when you're sitting there, you can feel good. But careful, don't don't lean on it too hard. <laughs> well, I think uh,
2: what I I thought about was we now we have a lot of things. We have a lot of thread. We have we have elastic. Yes. We we yes. have we have a lot of. Um, stockpiling we, of sewing stuff we I do. mean <laughs> it's just part of our business so yes. I mean it, you know you could come here and think you were in a store if you saw what right. we right but I know there's things that sometimes you went out and had to buy fold over elastic last week I did. right <sighs> so here's here's I think something that I thought about that might be a good thing to like consider so we, if you are thinking about making a project you know gather together what you need and hopefully you have all of that right okay and even if you do that as a precaution and think you have everything you know if you get to a certain point in this project and oh no that's not the right elastic or i'm 10 inches short or Uh whatever i say be cool pack it up put it in you know a bag label it you know for for later or for right. when i can and go well i've got this much of the project done and i can pick up on it later sometime and you know. then
1: uh, there is um this is going to be a little bit of a long tangent coming off of that right. but as of right now okay like the you know a couple days before this podcast is published you know ups sent out something that says that they're continuing service right that apparently it's uh Transmission of the virus is not very likely That's through right. shipped packages. Mm-hmm. You know, you will use your best judgment right. and what you are comfortable with. But ordering from small online stores uh, or from places, I'm right. thinking like the Confidence Stitch, uh, or from us, hey, right. uh, or um, there is a Porcelain Supplies. She does bras mm-hmm. and lace and things. That's a good way to support that business. Absolutely. And also... Amazon recently announced that they would not be receiving shipments to their warehouses of supplies that are not in the like non-essential high need. things yes. right so it's not that they are stopping shipment but right i believe that porcelain the reason i bring them up mm-hmm. is they were using Amazon as a fulfillment space right
2: so amazon is too. probably
1: saying hey you sell lace right. we are going to prioritize warehouse space right. for other things so Ordering directly from her from that website could help support her in a time where she's not getting those Amazon sales. Right, and and you could put together your list of you know mm -hmm. things to order if you if you know. And I I I think
2: we all have to make the allowance that maybe that website hasn't got their notification up yet that they're running late or they Mm -hmm. don't know if they're going to run out of something. It may you know. For one thing, maybe this might be someone who's very busy at home now. Yes. Who did fine when their kids were going to school and their routine was okay, and all of a sudden they've been thrown into this sort of, you know, craziness right. and they have to realign what they're doing. So I think we need patience with everybody. So don't think, "Oh, I can do this and I'll I'll get it every- the next day well, or something." The, here's yeah. <laughs> the here's the deal. Everything is different right now. Right.
1: Uh, the other thing that I'm trying to do and this is a bit of a double-edged sword. I'm trying to count my blessings. I'm I'm not a religious person, so I don't really like the word like blessing because it doesn't really resonate with me. But you're
2: trying to do, you're trying to make sure you remember how fortunate yes, you are.
1: But also right. at the same time, I know other people do this too. You think about how fortunate you are, and you're trying to be grateful, and it automatically makes you feel guilty. Because you think about the people who don't have the things. Well, or that then you, you go to the store
2: and there's no potatoes, and all of a sudden you're just so mad about oh, a, <laughs> a bag of potatoes,
1: like it, it can just flip you around. I got mad about something else, and I can't remember what it was. It yeah. wasn't that, but uh, I think about, and we we are we're really fortunate. we I feel like uh, in the position that we are in. We have a lot of very supportive members, so we really appreciate that uh, from all of you who are, you know, monthly subscribing members of So Here. Uh, and anyway, we, you know, we've got a lot of food. We've got the money to buy extra, uh, you know, some extra food. Or I can
2: start eating Mallory's chickens even though they weren't bought for That's that.
1: right. You know, we just have, you know, we have full freezers. So if you can think about what you're grateful for, and uh, th- that can be nice. And if you do get that sewing time, that's good. So... If you do get your sewing time, you know, be kind to yourself while you're sewing. Right. If you're trying a new skill, if you are learning, you know, learning something, trying a new project, trying a new pattern, sometimes we get, it's really well, easy to get frustrated with yourself.
2: And that was exactly you one know? of my other things that I was going to suggest instead of a project, uh-huh. to maybe hone skills. Right. Because you can sit there and just screw up, you know, something over and over and over that, and over again. Right. Nobody's there. Hide yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. But, I mean, it, it might be a time to learn, to perfect.
1: Well, uh, in that book, Digital Minimalism, he was talking about the practice of solitude. Yeah. And solitude being when you are by yourself and not getting input from anyone else's mind. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're not practicing solitude. You don't need it all the time, just sometimes. Uh, But you, you know, it's okay to make the mistakes. Right. Maybe, maybe use this time to cultivate that kindness towards yourself. If you have a problem with that, like, I mean, I do, I get frustrated, you know, uh, we, we all can, but don't make it such a high stakes thing. Try to make it uh a nice thing for yourself well you
2: know? and i do think there are people that need that outside you know affirmation oh you made a good yeah. skirt you made a you made a good whatever um i don't tend to need that but just
1: put the only but, the good but, view but, online but, but yeah okay? but
2: we, we, you know, we <laughs> do have a place to do that now mm-hmm. where you can put it online and people can tell you how great if somebody says something negative Hide that remark and block them. <laughs> yeah,
1: or or tag me and I'll yeah, delete. Yeah, whatever. Yes, yes. yes. Well, I'm
2: t- I'm talking about in general. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'll yeah. take care of it. Yeah, is what I, I mean. Say. <laughs> you know, there is just no reason to be like. Well, and people, I have seen a lot of criticism going on, and we've talked about this too. And there's things that we have opinions on. Be careful how you voice your opinion or your knowledge.
1: Yeah, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and do just that. (music) Hello there, you fabulous sewing machine. Did you know that our podcasts and Facebook group are mostly funded by our fabulous members? We have corporate sponsors, but our individual members are the people who ensure that we can keep producing our quirky, inclusive, sometimes slightly offbeat sewing media.
2: You can support the sewing media you love starting at $1.50 per month. As you go up the scale, you get perks like a universal wardrobe planner, the so long and so happy zine, access to patterns and discounted classes, and even a monthly live broadcast from Mallory and me.
1: We are so thankful for our past, present and future members. Any level of membership is helpful toward producing our podcasts, videos and the time it takes to moderate our growing Facebook community. Go to sohere.com/membership to check it out. Okay, so I wasn't sure we should cover this, but we're going to cover DIY during the coronavirus outbreak. So everybody went out and bought toilet paper. There are lots of explanations. Except me. Ex-
2: <laughs> and I have a disease that is referred to as the pooping disease. Right.
1: Yeah. So mom mom has Crohn's disease. Uh, and... Makes for lots of bathroom trips. There are lots of explanations for why the toilet paper was bought up. You know, the fact that people thought production would be interrupted. Well, the thing
2: or... that's funny about this for me, because I do use a lot of toilet yeah. paper sometimes, <laughs> the thing that was really funny about I thought about it right away. Right. I think about Actually, I think about it all the time. Uh, okay? Sure, sure. I know where every... I keep hitting my microphone, you Somebody's guys. going to email me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I think about pooping a lot everybody (laughs) i know where every bathroom is i know where the one-holers are because i don't go there because i don't want to have to stand in line i you know all this i mean i like i know my path through my city and where i can go to the bathroom right okay so you know this is not like kind of really new for me and my first thoughts were huh you can wipe with lots of stuff
1: <laughs> if like, it came down to it yeah, right
2: <laughs> like and it doesn't even have to be like a nap it doesn't have to be a paper product like i've got all that fabric upstairs <laughs> i even have some bags of like scraps yeah. like right i could go for that you know if i had to okay now, Honestly, are, I have been using another method anyway.
1: Well, right. right. So let's let's just get into the nitty gritty here. Other people have. Okay, uh, first can, of all,
2: are we gonna ha- can we can we um, label this? What do you call it? Explicit. Explicit. I don't know. We're just talking about was bodily function. I was gonna say. Let's get into this shitty gritty. of oh, it. Oh, now
1: okay. Now it's explicit. Great. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, when. There are this this is already something that I have researched, okay, like way before this, um, and it's on it's online, okay. So reusable toilet paper, everybody, and there's a euphemism for it, and some people like it, and some people are do not like it, like they're very strong opinions on it, and it's called family cloth, yeah, is what they call it, and I'm like, huh, okay,
2: well, yeah, I I don't like that name very much, but go ahead, you know, I honestly, I don't don't really have a feeling, I don't care,
1: whatever. Okay, so there's the family cloth, but what we feel comfortable with, so what we were talking about, now times could change. Desperate times. I don't forward. know how
2: much we talked about this really, Desper- but go okay, ahead. We talked com- about it some. This yes. is what I'm comfortable yes.
1: with. So we have toilet paper. We already had, we, you know, we go to a big box place for Right, right. Papers, we are, so we, we had always had buy in a bulk a anyway,
2: except that I was at the end of my bulk. But anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to do this whole no plastic thing. So I've been reassessing what kind of toilet paper okay. to buy.
2: Here's the other thing. Some people have been using toilet paper at work and now they're using it at home full time.
1: Oh, yes. Big, yes, difference. big difference. Yeah. No, very true. Well, I was thinking about that. We've got uh two little poopers you know at uh, at my house so
2: thank god they're out of diapers it could be worse they just keep eating eating and and pooping eating eating and and pooping yeah
1: here's what i'm comfortable with first of all you want to incorporate or i want to incorporate some kind of bidet like apparatus yes into mechanism into your hygiene routines okay so I have the, do they call it a peri-bottle? Uh-huh, is, perineal. Okay. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. They call, perineal lavage is what they go. call it. Okay. That's, that would be the, I guess, medical term. Medical
1: term. So yes. I have the pregnancy squirt bottle, or post-childbirth squirt bottle from Jerome, right. or it m- might be from Zelda. And yeah. the kids have been playing with it in the bathtub for years. <laughs> That's okay. <right>. So <laughs> <laughs> it comes home, once you're healed, you throw it in you the, the bathtub. And I toys. put it in the dishwasher. Like, I put <laughs> I put all the bath toys in the dishwasher, like, once a week. So... After I, you know, go pee-pee, I'm cool, this is what I'm cool with, with doing a little lavage, okay, doing a little squirt-squirt, uh, and then patting dry right. with a reusable cloth. Right. I am not cool yet <laughs> with wiping- no, you're,
2: you're not that desperate I'm not there yet, yet. I'm not
1: there yet. I'm right. not cool uh, with wiping, uh, what's- <laughs> poop. Okay, <laughs> it's like fecal solid, matter. You know, st- solid stool, stool, whatever. Oh, with- we
2: could go do the George Carlin thing. How many names are there for poop? Yeah, there yes. you go.
1: With uh, cloth, right now. Now, have you but, seen? But yeah. here's what. But here's
2: what I learned. But, because <laughs> I'm I'm a but spe- so I can go. I could have solid waste definitely more than one time a day. I can have solid waste more than one time an hour. More, yeah. No, okay. You, yeah. So what I do is I have a bidet system. And I'll tell you about mine in a minute.
1: Oh, this is going to be the best affiliate link we ever share. You think so? <laughs>
2: so what, what, I mean, I use my bidet, my, wa- so this is, okay. So I have, I have done number one and number two. Okay. Right. Thanks. And I have to, and I cleanse it in a way with water. Uh-huh. Correct. Right. And then I use, paper in that instance, but I use so much less. Yes. And here's another thing that yes. I will tell you that it preserves. It preserves the Your skin, skin integrity. Well, no,
1: it's better. Oh my gosh. It's honestly a lot better of, for you. This is
2: done in a lot of countries and a lot of religions actually. Well
1: oh what I wanted to say about uh this too on right. the Stuff You Should Know podcast. They were talking about bidets as right. some kind of really luxury item. Uh-huh. And they were saying, you know, there is this – there's apparently going to be, like, a water shortage in the world, and you know, at some right. time or whatever. They were talking about that, and they thought – they said, oh, bidets are going to be the battleground on which the water shortage battle, you know, is uh-huh. fought. And it's like, no, it takes more water to make a roll of toilet paper That's right. than it does to use That's a bidet for the same right. amount of time. Hey, anyway, we might
2: be using pond water, but yeah, anyway.
1: hey, you know, you never know. But uh, – Oh, and just so you know, we're keeping this a little lighthearted. We're definitely not, definitely not trying to make make right. light of the situation. But, this, but
2: I'm telling you, everybody, this works. Here's another oh, way. No,
1: people love it. Here's you can another find way. So many but people. here's
2: another way this works. You're, we have a lagoon system. Yes, we, we are not hooked up to public sewer. Yeah, right. And we had some trouble, didn't we, yeah. with paper products yeah. going, you know, through our pipes and clogging them up and the less paper product you use in those pipes the better off you are no
1: you're better off all all sorts right. of ways now you can get the bidets that plug into your toilet. When I say plug in, uh, you know.
2: It's like a toilet seat. Yes. It's a bidet toilet seat is what well, it is. Well, not
1: all of them are toilet seats. Some of them are just another Well, yeah, some of them are like
2: an attachment that goes between your seat and the stool. It's yeah. There's okay. all kinds. There's I, all kinds. I
1: have someone in my household where uh, <laughs> the way their body works, I think that that would not be No, actually. he needs a
2: fire hose. Okay,
1: No, not that. Uh, that person. No, the, I, uh, no, I, I know. think that the bidet... That is like attached to the toilet like that would not remain sanitary. That's how I feel. Yeah. Okay. But there is like a two thousand dollar toilet seat you can buy where the sprayer retreads no, no, and is covered. And not
2: only that, it it's clean. It has a self cleaning button. It itself. Right, right. Okay.
1: And it has a warmer
2: and a heater so you get hot water.
1: Yes. Oh well. Yeah. So that's the other reason I like the squirt bottle and the thingy you have, which is like a portable right. one. Is I want some warm water. <laughs>
2: So <laughs> I was having my medical issue. It was it was devastating, you guys. Yeah. I was like, I was actually, every time I was going to the bathroom, I was having to take a sitz bath. Because mm-hmm. I was just getting so sore and everything. And I was like, I can't keep like rubbing layers of skin off. Right. Right? Or, you know, wiping like this. And I'm try- you're trying to be careful, but you want to be clean. And if you're not clean, that hurts you too. So I got on... Of course, my the resource, internet. my medical resource, <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I looked, I was going to just, well, I knew that they sold bidet-type toilet seats. Right. I knew that I could, like, and then I'm like, well, this one looks about like the, what I would want, and it's $200. But then it's only going to go on one toilet. Yeah. So no matter where I am, and we actually have quite a few toilets. So no, what, no matter where I am, I have to run back to this toilet. you know, my toilet, yeah. this specific toilet or whatever. And I'm like, and then I started thinking about the perineal lavage which I had used it uh-huh. at one point in time also. And I was like, there's got to be some so I I you know, sort of searched perineal lavage. And it oh my gosh, just it goes on and on, you guys. From us. By there squirt. options. Yes. There are yes. Options. yes. For, and from, you know, a two dollar option to a two thousand yeah, dollar option. Yeah. Right. Right. So we can we can meet up everybody can meet up where they want to meet up. So if,
1: you you can gauge your level of comfort, but right. in, incorporating water into the mix is gonna help you use less paper. Right. Or you could, you know, have the pat dry with the flannel. So, okay, if if I have pat dry with the flannel mm-hmm. thing, I'm gonna have a little covered trash can mm-hmm. next to my uh, toilet, toilet, right. And something I'll put that's those in covered, there. right. Now, I'm not going to put them into water. Okay, I would not. Uh, some people do. I but would not. This is going to hopefully after the lavage. It's not like I'm putting a urine. You're just
2: drying. Cloth. You're yes. just drying. I'm drying right. something that
1: I don't want to like then put on my face or something. And right, it's a you want to
2: know that yes, you right. want to know what's the hand towel, what's the face towel, and what's the butt towel. There you go.
1: Right. Um. So also. My husband blows his nose 60 million times a day when he is healthy. <laughs> and so we were talking about reusable mm-hmm. tissue. Right. Um, and ZD was a nurse for a long time, everybody. Well, I still have a license. Yeah, you're so, still licensed. So I could legally practice. Okay. <laughs> so that's where we're coming from here. Um, I was
2: also a medical technologist.
1: There you go. And you where, worked in labs.
2: And I, where I studied microbiology. Yes. Absolutely.
1: So we... Don't think that a handkerchief used for mucus, you know, like nasal discharge, should be used again. Should be a re- reusable after, you know, it needs to be washed first. Right. Yeah. I
2: I actually also don't believe that it should be used when you're away from your home and can't... Throw it away. Right. I do not think you should blow your nose and... Put something in your pocket. Right.
1: So that's our, that that's what we.
2: that That's our practice. Okay. So
1: that's our comfort level with this. But I was thinking about all this, you know, nose blowing and everything. And I thought we could have this in a ham. We have a hamper for this Mm -hmm. nose blowing. And you said to me, you said mesh bag in a hamper Mm -hmm. so that you can put them in and you don't have to touch them again. And you put them in the wash. And I mean, when you have a kid, like if you, if you don't have a kid and then you have a kid, you're like, Oh my God. They're disgusting. You know, there's snot on this you, you, shirt. You used, you used to be there's, disgusting too. I know, we I know. Are, yeah. We just don't remember it. There is yep. there is stuff on these on on this clothing, right. you know, and I'm putting it in my wash so that I'm comfortable with that, okay? Right. Um, I'm comfortable with it on kind of an eco level and right now this maybe a scarcity scarcity right. level and then also on a health level in my own home. Right. With this type of thing so i you know we use cloth napkins uh anyway you know after we eat right i did read a recommendation see,
2: I, I we have cloth napkins but i also keep paper towels and you don't keep paper towels we
1: have one emergency yeah. roll of paper see, there's towels a few
2: things like i use paper towels for like when the dog pukes
1: no well we that have that kind of thing we have nasty nasty rags yeah. They could be thrown that away. That could
2: work too. And I do have I have nasty rags and better rags. Yes. yes. And we
1: we've got b- rags where I have that, rags I'll
2: throw away. Yeah, where yeah. if that
1: happens, okay, there's a throwaway rag. Right. No, we keep paper towels for for nasty, yeah. nasty stuff. Yes. Um, where I think it's a, a hazard right. or something like that for sure.
2: Biohazard.
1: I don't have though, like you have a paper towel roll standy thing. I'm having
2: problems in catching your, your dad. Okay? Yeah. And I'd much rather have that paper towel thing for him than the fact that he will pick up a dishcloth Uh and wipe things on it that i don't think should ever be on a dishcloth well so in that instance but i only that's only one person in my whole household that does that
1: right so anyway you you know you're gonna have your level of comfort but we didn't do that on purpose that wasn't like a we're gonna get rid of the paper towels we just started using well i kind of i brought you up on cloth napkins
2: too yeah you did we
1: always had cloth we liked them i read someone somewhere they keep a napkin ring for like they're each member of their family. Oh, really? And so they don't wash the napkins after every meal. Oh,
2: uh, well, I do. And I do. I just, I wash my, my kitchen towels almost after every meal. Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. How, I mean, I it, mean, let's, every day. Yeah. Like, I, I rarely keep a kitchen towel out more than a day. Right. Man, this could have just been its own, like, reusable crap yeah. podcast. Okay. Um. Now, the last thing that we want to cover, and this is, An emotionally charged issue. So we want to, you know, definitely say these are our opinions based on the research we have done and above all.
2: Well, and some of it does come from my training as a medical personnel.
1: That's right. So ZD's got like official stuff. Um, but And, but,
2: and, And those opinions change. Yes. Okay. They change with time and they can change with situation. That's
1: right. So... Keep that in mind, but we do want to cover the issue of homemade masks.
2: Or may we say any other what they call PPE, which is personal protection equipment. Okay. Okay, that's what it's called in the medical field, PPE. Okay.
1: So, you know, at first, well, people have made masks. For a long time. I mean, I've seen them before, before this, you know. Especially
2: uh, overseas, there are a lot of people that do this. I see more, Uh yeah. It seems to be more common.
1: Right. But uh, let's talk about the masks. So even the medically, you know, the the masks that are manufactured Mm -hmm. for PPE,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. so they're made of a material that will not allow pathogens, viruses, etc., to go through them,
2: and there are different grades of masks okay. made for different functions. That's
1: right. Like you know, I'm a gynecological teaching assistant. So hey
2: there, how huh? that's
1: a yeah. Nobody knew that, no, did I they? Think maybe I mentioned. Oh, it. did you? Did oh, okay. Well, I mean, now that we've talked Mallory about pooping, Mallory
2: teaches pelvics, and right. I poop all the time. That's right. I yeah. teach
1: people how to give pelvic exams on me. Um, I think it's and important. other people. That's right. I think it's important work. That is not. Surprisingly, maybe to some people, that is not a sterile exam. Nope, it's a clean exam. That's correct. Okay? So it's not a sterile environment, mm-hmm. uh, but then there are some environments where we do want to be sterile, mm-hmm. right?
2: So, like a glove. The, the things that people glove with mm-hmm. to do um, dental work, right? Uh, your your pelvis. Okay, those are only considered clean
1: gloves. That's right. They are
2: not sterile. They're not sterile. And it's a barrier between you and the other person. So it's supposed to sort of help you and help them. Right.
1: So just keep that in mind that there are all these words that go around like sterile and mm-hmm. clean and they all get used differently. Um, but, you know, uh, for a while there during this uh, outbreak, they were saying don't hoard masks. Mm-hmm. And part of that is... They need to be given to the people who really need them, the yes. people who are going to be around sick people a lot. Right. Also, once they get wet.
2: Once they're moist with your breath, literally, like in like in, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, whatever it is, they are considered to not be
1: effective. Effective. Okay. In
2: fact, they can even be growth centers, so to speak.
1: That's right. So if one makes a mask. Out of quilting cotton, mm-hmm. it is not a fabric that will create a barrier. Well,
2: and you don't know. I mean, you don't know the denier of the fabric. You don't know. You know how close those the. It's woven all the stuff. It's not
1: been studied in a lab. Right. And then if it does get wet from coughing and things like that, i breathing. And just breathing. plain there you breathing. Go.
2: You breathe out. Part of respiratory. You know your respiratory system is you breathe out moisture.
1: Right. It can become a breeding ground. Right. Now, I used to feel really strongly, and I thought, I'm just going to make some status that's like, you know, don't make masks. And then people said, oh, my God, we have no no masks. masks." Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, maybe there is a place for something Mm -hmm. here. But I have not approved any mask tutorials in the self-sewn wardrobe group. I feel like it's too large of a... Group and I cannot monitor the conversation. And this is where this is where real problems I think can start is when people think they know that something's going to work and they haven't been given the right information. Right. Um, so if you need a mask or you think people need masks or something like that, you need to check with your local health authority that you know don't listen to us don't listen to us just say don't make masks you know you need to check with the facilities right you know you need to check with the facilities maybe you have to visit also I guess I haven't I haven't found the study for this I'll try and find it I have heard that wearing the mask can actually increase your likelihood of touching your face Yes, because true? people adjust them. Right. People say
2: it's to keep you from touching your face, but then there's other theories that, no, people are always adjusting them moving them. Especially if you're
1: not a medical person. Like, if you're right. in surgery and you're, you know, right. in somebody's brain or something, you know, you're really thinking, <laughs> right. I'm not going to touch my face right, right now. Right. But if you're out and about and you're adjusting your mask, so that, because I, I saw someone it's say. It's also
2: the reason sometimes the are so cold, so you don't, like, get heated up yeah. and all the protective equipment mm-hmm.
1: and to keep things right. at a low growth and yeah. everything. So uh, before making a mask or distributing homemade masks, please do your research and see if it's an appropriate thing. You need thing. to check
2: with like Mallory said the local health, you know, you hear a story on TV or whatever on Facebook, oh, the local um whatever, nursing home is running out of masks, making the mask may not be what they need. No, That might need, you know, you need to call them or call the local health and say, what can I do? You could call and say, what can I do? I can sew. Yeah. Is there something I can do do? that I can use this skill for? Right. Or what else do you need that I might do? But well-meaning people can actually do detrimental things. It's not... And we have to think differently right now.
1: That's right. This so, is
2: not, this is not, you can't take your neighbor a plate of cookies anymore. Okay. okay? Um, people. Don't do that.
1: Are t- Don't do that. People are taking, I, I was just at my last rehearsal for a long time. Like, yeah. they stopped rehearsal for the play. I'm in. And
2: people brought cookies. You can't do it. It, it doesn't <laughs> mean that like you're passing it on, but then there's this plate of cookies and someone picks a. Up a plate of cookies, and so is their hand cleaned. I don't don't know. know. Somebody actually accidentally coughs on it. I don't know. You You don't don't know. know. You You know know. what it is? The virus is invisible, and that's what really makes it hard. Yeah. If it was shiny, bright, and fluorescent, we'd know how we were passing it along. So
1: please check and double check. So and you know, well, and don't waste your time when maybe you could be doing something that could help somebody. You could do something else, right? Uh, And. Uh, you know, maybe a monetary donation to a food pantry, right? Is actually, if if that's something you can do, you Absolutely. know, that might be more helpful. Uh, I do want to say when I say check and double check, our state representative sent out a oh my newsletter, gosh, and I'm just gonna make this yes USA. she
2: did. Yeah, well, you can say it because she did. No, it's
1: public. It's public information. Not not only a
2: newsletter. This is a newsletter, I guess, to every Missourian. Well, everyone on our list.
1: You can Okay, how do
2: you get on her? I, I, I am not su- subscribed to her. Well, good, and I got did. it. I got it. Oh, well, I don't know. So I assume somehow she's got a list. Maybe it's because I'm a registered voter. See? Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
1: Okay, so our state representative sent out an email and a piece of well, advice. Well,
2: I mean, you say state representative, but she is in the Congress. Congress. Yes. she's In a, Washington. She's a representative Repre- from our right. state. I'm Duh, sorry. Yeah, but I want to make sure it's not okay. local. It's not. She is. Working in Washington D.C. That's right. Yes,
1: she sent out a newsletter, and one of the pieces of advice that they said they'd received from some Department of Health—and not Health and Human Services, but some other department—they were like, "We received this recommendation, and it was like, wash your hands, uh, cough, don't don't cough on people, stay at home." And then it was like, "And mix some bleach into your household cleaners to kill the virus." And do not mix bleach with anything but water. And I'm not ever in your life. I immediately called her office in Washington and I left a message and I said, you just emailed out advice that is absolutely dangerous and inaccurate. Deadly. 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 Yeah. And I said, I said, I need you to call me back. And I gave my number three times. And I said, you need to follow up with me on this. And I I emailed. Um, So if you mix bleach, and there's a handy little chart. We'll put it in the podcast notes. If you mix bleach with other, with an acid, uh, different Mm -hmm. acids, and it'll create different poisonous fumes. Uh, What is it? The, The chart says, you know, you mix it with vinegar, you get this. You mix it with... You know, yeah,
2: the uh, worst ammonia that, right? You get this. Uh, like ammonia, you get <laughs> free chlorine gas. That's what they use to kill people with. Yes. Okay, that is what that's for. And, I th- and if it doesn't kill you, it can just harm your li- your lungs and scar them terribly.
1: Yes. So I thought I was at home. I checked my email. I'm at home with my children because I kept them home from school the two days before school's closed, and someone's telling me to put bleach. In my household cleaners. And you knew and better. I have my two and little, at least and, you knew better. Yes. And I have my two little kids at home and I thought, oh my gosh, what if somebody pops some bleach in here? And right. so anyway, I'm just saying that even from someone who a bunch of people elected into office can give you uh, objectively false, unhelpful information. Yes. So you're really gonna have to do your homework. You need to think about your inter- your impact on other people. They did send out a correction,
2: but it was five hours later.
1: They also said the constituent asked for clarification on yeah. how to use bleach. It, just
2: a few minutes ago, it said, which and it was and really I, hours. And I asked
1: for clarification. I did not ask for clarification. I said you need to do this, and I sent links in my email. And if you right. Google "don't add bleach to things," you're gonna find an article real quick. I said yeah. I am, uh, you know, I am not. Making this up You know I was very upset Anyway It is upsetting And I tried to I tried to be calm And I was not mean To the person on the phone I said I know this is probably A very stressful time For you too But this is Dangerous information They give out Mm -hmm. Anyway That's my little tangent
2: (laughs) We weren't We weren't gonna Get on our soapbox I can get on that
1: soapbox Because that had nothing To do with sewing Oh that's true That's true That's true um, But we want you all To be safe Uh, Don't mix bleach With anything but Water uh,
2: now, we will yeah. post um, ideas or patterns for what we, you know, wipes or something like that. If somebody yeah. really wants to do that, I think I can think up my own. I don't have any well, problem. Well, you know, and
1: Mary Cleveland, she posted in the group about right. she's doing family cloth. She's, right. you know, doing it, and I'm like, "All right, girl, go, go there are for it." They're butt wipes you know? at my house. Yeah, so, yeah. um, no, well, it was on her post that someone was like, "Oh, I hate that name," and I was like, "Yeah, people yeah. feel really strongly." So about So,
2: <laughs> what I do when about I the use branding. <laughs> the, So, when I use an astringent on my face, what yeah. I have is I have a little jar full of basically, yeah. old T-shirts uh-huh. that I have cut into squares. Okay. And I use the astringent on my face, and then I take that little T-shirt square and I put it in a a, you have a mesh a bag. mesh bag. And then you know, once a week or whatever, that mesh bag just gets thrown in with my towel. No, you can really, and they're clean. It's funny, and actually, I can't tell you how much nicer that nice it, oh, yeah. most of it's cotton knit uh-huh. uh, shirts that I you know chopped up or whatever. And guess what? No sewing.
1: Yeah, feel... Yeah, you didn't... You know, I mean, just rotary
2: cut these babies. Um, But it feels so much nicer than, like, the store-bought cotton pads.
1: Oh, yeah. And, you know, if you... If you do something like that, you can reduce your plastic use because even if you buy cotton rounds at the store, they're coming in the plastic thing. Well, and what I was
2: going to say to you when you said, like, a small trash can, honestly, like, something plastic or metal is best Uh as a barrier. And, you know, people avoiding plastic, but that's a (laughs) one-time plastic. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a reusable plastic.
1: It's not a a one-time plastic. Oh, my gosh. This store I go to, it's right by Zelda's Dance School, and it's called... Welcome home, or, or yeah, something like that, and uh, they they sell, like, bamboo toothbrushes and those stasher right. bags and everything, and they sell the cutest little compost tins to put on your <laughs> counter, and I don't need one, because we take right. it right out to the chickens, but I'm like, I wish I needed one of these, you know, and it occurred to me that it could be my pee-pee cloth thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> buy a really expensive PP cloth thing anyway uh but yeah you you do
2: you also do need to think about how you're laundering those things yeah okay um like i would not launder my butt wipes with my kitchen
1: well (laughs) that wouldn't be as bad as
2: to me I would be. It would bother me more to do it with my kitchen towels. Yeah, and okay. those
1: of you who are, you know, into cloth diapering, a lot of people say, "Oh, right. I was more okay with this after I cloth diapered." You know, adult right. poops a little different than the kids. Well, poop and again, and, you, you know. use that
2: squirt bottle or yeah. however you're going to use that water on the perineal area. It gets rid of a lot of the waste. Right. It really so does. it's not like you're wiping all the poop off. Well,
1: and now I'm back to really being helpful to my almost five year old in the bathroom mm-hmm. because she'll use what I what anyone would call too much toilet paper, of right. course, because she's just she's learning. She's, five. Yeah. she's learning and she's five, you know, and so I'm back to, you know, help her with that. Well did we did we give you some diversion yeah. here, everybody? Well I have to say
2: about your five year old. When she comes to my house, uh-huh. okay, and she poops at my
1: house <laughs>
2: actually when she pees, when she goes to the bathroom at my house, she says, Sugar, I want the butt squirter uh- See, so she, she had feels, it, and I use, you know, cold water out of the tap or sometimes I fill it and leave it, sit it there yeah, you know, and it's full. And I, I thought initially, well, I'm going to want it warm. Like I'm uh-huh. warm. It
1: wasn't too bad. I like
2: the cool. Oh yeah. Right. I, I like right. it. It's
1: right. just fine. Um, well, whether you follow any of these recommendations or you think Or it's whether funny, you take us
2: off your podcast yeah, like, listening list crazy. and feel like
1: you, how long have we been going.
2: Only about 43 minutes, so 43 minutes of your life you cannot get back now. That's
1: right. Well, I hope you know, get up and take a walk. Do try to take a break. I mean, get out in the air, but but take a yep. break from the news for yes. 10 minutes. It, even if you're if you're on your phone, I mean, what I'm I'm kind of doing an all or nothing thing here. I'm just I'm just telling you. In ten minutes, you can come back to the news and you can look at it, but you might you might need to give yourself a little mental break. You know,
2: I'm kind of a news junkie, but here's the one thing I do know: is that if I don't listen to the news for a half hour, it changes anyway. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing.
1: You can, but if you you know, you need a break. Um, and then I don't think we're going to talk about this a, a lot again, a lot
2: or more. And yeah. let, well, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. A lot of things are right now of course our schools are suspended and it's like to a certain amount of time and what they have said is then there'll be a reassessment right. so there's you know this is what we've all got to um- and Look forward to is a lot of reassessments. Yes,
1: we have been catching up on the ZigZag Live broadcast. We had some sickness and some crazy stuff happen um, over the summer and over the past couple of months, and we are almost caught back up. So if you're in the ZigZag group, keep a lookout for those uh, announcements of the Facebook Lives, and then they go on the website. So, uh, And I'm hoping to get all caught up on the zines too, so hopefully have lots of sewing stuff to look at. And, you know, we know we're not some of you like to use us to process emotions, and some of you just want to, you know, listen to some us talk about Some of
2: you wonder why the hell we're even doing this. There
1: you go. Uh, but, you know, we hope that you can get a little bit of relief. I, it is nice to talk to people, and we were just talking in the group about how we're all sewing BFFs. So I hope you got something out of this podcast. Uh, ZD, take it away.
2: So long and so happy.
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.